You're listening to Driving Law, a podcast by Kyla Lee about all things related to the rules of the road. Welcome to another episode of Driving Law. I am Kyla Lee at Acumen Law, and with me is my co-host, Paul Doroshenko. Hi, Kyla. Nice to be back together, sitting here, recording in the office. Yes, as opposed to recording in 30-degree weather. Yes. <laughs> Wasn't 30 degrees. Yeah, so last week we were uh, at a uh, law conference in Key West, Key West Florida, which was uh, lovely and delightful. It's by invitation only, and it's on um, uh, law office management and very useful. Great. It was great. Um, but so much happened in the driving world that we kind of missed because we were too busy learning about other things. Oh my gosh. Um, so much happened. And so we're sitting here thinking about how we would uh, approach things this week and we might do things a little bit differently. So let's get right into it. Well, first thing I wanted to talk about was this first degree murder charge in a hit and run case. Very unusual situation. Very unusual. So this is on the island um, in uh, Comox or Courtney, Cumberland, thereabouts. Um, a hit and run charge uh, with a um, person who's deceased. And the police investigated and forwarded a file to Crown Council. And Crown Council has approved not, you know, uh, assault. Uh, I mean, we've seen the odd assault with a weapon, not just like dangerous driving causing death or something like that, but an actual first degree murder charge for this collision. Yeah. Which is very strange. Like I'm, a lot of people, there's always been sort of this push politically um, by certain lobby groups to try and reclassify um Cases where people kill people with cars as murder to classify them as vehicular, vehicular as manslaughter or something. Yeah, yeah, vehicular manslaughter, things like that. And there's Canada for probably good reasons has always been quite resistant to that, resistant to characterizing it as murder, the most serious criminal offense. Um, and and all of these acts are covered by the criminal code. Yeah. But this is weird. I mean, this is like planned and deliberate, right? Yeah. You know, the Crown's looking at it and saying they think that they've got a substantive likelihood of successful prosecution, uh, alleging that this was a planned and deliberate murder with a car. Yeah. So for a person to get a first degree murder charge, it can't just be that you, you know, you killed somebody else. It can't just be that you killed somebody else while you did something illegal at the same time. It's that the murder, the, the, the murder of the individual was something that you contemplated and decided to do after contemplation and intended to cause their death. Not just intended to harm them, but intended to cause their death, which is so, crazy. And, of course, the very first thing that comes to mind is what's the relationship between these two people? Because, um, you know, I, you and I are both uh, uh, fans of the TV show Forensic Files. And you can see certain patterns there, right? People kill each other for money. Yeah. People kill each other in relationships. People occasionally kill each other for, you know, something to do with occupation or, but usually it's for money or for some relationship issue. And um, like romantic relationship, romantic, you know, spurred romance or what have you, or uh, 
um, somebody's new lover. Uh, so very, very strange that this would, uh, come about in the context of driving, because you know what? We've often, you know, sort of commented that if you want to get away with murder, you could, you know, this is our discussions, uh, private discussions that you, you know, run somebody over. But if you run somebody over who you know, and you plan and intend to kill them, that's different. Yeah. No, there are some sort of unusual other twists to this case. So the person who was killed, his name is Rodney Kelly. Yes. And the person who's charged is named Stephen Squires. And Rodney Kelly is the brother of somebody who was a murder victim, uh, Leanne LaRock Kelly. She was killed in 2016. Rodney Kelly is, is her brother. And her ex-boyfriend, somebody named Michael Phillips Simard, was convicted of second-degree murder in the shooting of her and her then-boyfriend. So is it a revenge situation is it finishing the job or is it just people who have like a lot of beefs a bone to pick one wonders i i i'm sure you know it's gonna play out if there is a trial if it ever gets to that point uh or if there's a plea and we get some of the facts but uh, very unusual to see a murder in the context of driving law yeah uh, so this is something we're going to be watching as it uh, as it plays out my concern always Excuse Wrigley's sneezing there. He's got a cold. My concern always is that uh, in cases like this, the media with their limited resources will report on the initial charge because that comes out of usually a, a RCMP press release. And they might show up at a first appearance in court. But after that, they just don't have the people to send down and follow up on it. So I'm hoping that this is something that we continue to get information about because a murder charge with a car in BC. 24 years I've been doing this. I've never heard of this. Well, not just that, but like the, I, my worry with this is that police are going to, it's going to inspire police to look at more like hit and run incidents as potential murders. But there's always that old joke that, you know, lawyers usually tell. Um, there's sort of two, two jokes about killing someone with your car. Uh, the first is that if you, if you want to get away with murder, uh, run somebody over and you'll get a lesser sentence. Um, so this is an interesting precedent. Not, that's not legal advice. No, it's not. That's a joke. I said it's a joke. It is not meant to be taken seriously because you can get charged with first degree murder if they prove you intended to do it. Quite clearly. And secondly, uh, if you run somebody over, uh, back up and make sure that you kill them. Because you'll pay less money. Exactly. Yeah, I'm joke. Uh, yeah. So uh, both jokes, don't do it. Don't run anybody don't, over. Don't, don't do back it. up over them again. You could end up life in prison with no chance of parole for 25 years. So we never intended to be a murder podcast. Um, now we're a murder podcast a driving. Murder podcast. Yeah. Maybe we can finally get a sponsor. Exactly. <laughs> so they're the most popular podcasts or the true crime murder podcasts. Now, are we going to move on to the thing that I suggested for the rest of the podcast after that um, sort of dark topic that we just had? Yes. Now we're going to move on. Paul wants to do a special... The Ridiculous Driver of the Week Super Deluxe Edition Extravaganza. Extravaganza. A surprising bestseller? The Pinpoint Method of Cross-Examination is catching on. 
Law firms and new litigators across Canada have caught on to cross-examination the pinpoint method. Kyla Lee's straightforward handbook that teaches you effective cross-examination skills. Of all ridiculous drivers that we missed in the last week. There's just so many. This is a this is a ridiculous driver of the week special. So, and uh, I, I don't know which one you want to start with. That is not uh, one of them. That is the first one I can see your screen. The, uh, thank you. Staring at my screen, peeping my screen. Um, the officer in this, in the, this ridiculous case, driver. Not the officer. The important thing no. of this ridiculous driver is it comes from Florida, where we just were. Yeah, how come we didn't get to see this go down? And it may not have it was last happened Tuesday. in Florida, but I, I think it was uh, it happened in Georgia, but it was a Florida man. A Florida man arrested uh, because he took his Dodge Ram pickup truck. So often the Dodge Ram. The Dodge Ram. Uh, didn't pay his tolls. Drove onto a closed beach around a closed gate that had a do not enter sign and then surfed in his pickup truck. Well, attempted to. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work. Don't yeah. drive onto a beach just generally. Don't drive on the beach. If uh, if you ever rent a car in Haida Gwaii, the contract says that you promise not to drive on the beach and uh, you will sink in. The damage to the vehicle will be terrible. The tide comes in. Yep. This fellow apparently tried to surf his truck um not the smartest not the yeah. brightest not the he's, brightest bulb when he's arrested uh the body cam video it shows him saying to the police not my fault the truck don't surf well i think it is <laughs> um but uh, uh oh it's only a misdemeanor he'll be fine uh <laughs> Well, he's probably out of truck, too, so I'm sure the insurance company is not going to pay for it. Okay, so this next ridiculous driver is out of Ontario, which is, I feel like, the Florida of Canada. I thought Alberta's the Florida. No, Alberta is the Texas of Canada. Okay. Uh, so this Ontario driver, think about think about who's the premier of Alberta. Is she not Ron DeSantis? Well, she wants to be. Yeah. She wants to be. You see? So... In Peterborough. But that would make them the Florida, right? Uh, not that. No, oh, yeah. So there you go. Okay. My, my analogy is the one that holds. I'm Here's sick. I can't think. Um, so police launched an impaired driving investigation because they roll up to an EV charging station and they see this guy just hanging around, charging his vehicle and getting his drink on. Yeah, he's drinking there uh, while his vehicle's charging. 39-year-old. Yeah, we um and and in the in the police detachment parking lot, no less. Oh, yes, great. This was this charging station was in, in the police, police detachment. detachment parking lot. Yeah. Okay, interesting. So I was on um, Mike Smith recently about uh, the fact that people with EVs can drive in the um, HOV lane in BC, and now that it's five percent EVs in BC, the HOV lane is kind of getting full. And one of the things that we find with uh, Tesla drivers um, and other EV drivers is some of them can be very smug about the fact that they're driving an electric car. And, uh, smug as cyclists. And not as smug as cyclists, but it's, so I was on Mike Smith's show and there was a lot of hate directed toward me for saying that eventually this is going to end. Um, the uh, There's plenty of electric car drivers out there who are as irresponsible as anyone else, such as this hold on, hold on. This guy's got his car plugged in, so obviously it's not going anywhere because he needs to charge the battery. 
aren't you allowed to drink while charging your car? Well, he had a bunch of empty containers in there. Apparently, he was drinking beforehand and uh, as he was driving. And, or no, he, or he be, was just returning his empties, Paul. He might be acquitted, Kyla. He's innocent until proven guilty. But at this point, he's standing outside his charging car in a police station parking lot drinking. I'd say ridiculous driver. All right. Well, speaking of innocent until proven guilty, there are 31 people who are innocent until proven guilty of street racing in Peel. Um, So according to the Peel police, there have been 31 people arrested with over 100 charges laid in street uh, racing incidents over the last 12 months. And this was apparently people they identified um, <laughs> through various different uh, means. Well, some um, of them crashed their cars. Some of, including <laughs> some of them crashing their cars. Yeah. Uh, but um, this is a lot of people street racing, and uh, and not just um, that they would they would go they'd street race they'd be arrested or or dispersed and they'd show up the very next day to the very next same place and do it again. Well, the interesting thing is that this is a phenomenon that has existed probably since the beginning of cars with young people. And when I was in my late teens, early 20s, I might have been aware of some of these things happening. I wasn't participating in them. But um, there seems to be uh, fairly large groups, then, and they discuss these things on the internet so the police can find that. They often post videos on the internet so the police can find that. And so 31 arrests and uh, 53 criminal charges and 69 uh, Highway Traffic Act charges later, yep. you've got uh, these people <laughs> who have been uh, conducting apparently, allegedly, allegedly street racing uh, in the Peel region in Ontario. Yeah. And the Ontario and, courts already have a backlog issue and Jordan problems. Well, uh, and uh, most of those cases actually come out of Peel. Um, but uh, in any event, the uh, point here being that um, these uh, these uh, 31 drivers are ridiculous drivers and they allegedly, allegedly ridiculous drivers. And uh, our ridiculous driver of the week special continues. Can I can I give some people some legal advice? Sure. You know, the last stuff I said was a joke, but this is serious legal advice. If you get arrested for doing something in a particular place at a particular time, don't show up the next day and do it again in that same place. Yes, that is uh, good legal advice. Don't continue Actually, to commit the same offense. Tell you what, just don't do it again. Just don't do it. Just don't commit offenses. Don't commit offenses. Don't a, commit offenses. Um, that's good legal advice. And uh, if you are alleged to have committed an offense, don't go the next day and uh, commit another offense. Yeah. Now, this one's my favorite of all the ridiculous drivers we missed. Uh, This one is in Peterborough, Ontario. Now, it's not great. There was a serious crash. Vehicle rolled over. Oh, people injured? Uh, I don't. Well, they were taken to the hospital, but I don't know about the extent of the injuries. Oh, this one. A 20-year-old driver charged with dangerous operation, as well as, uh, I think, got a ticket for having some alcohol in their body. Yes. Um, we don't know anything about the passenger, but the passenger was not in the passenger seat. Oh, 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 okay. I think I know which one this is. This is the uh, couple who were allegedly engaging in sexual acts while driving. Banging, yes. Banging while driving. Yes. Oh. <laughs> well, that's the dangerous driving charge. Young people do stupid things sometimes. And uh, how old were they? 20? Well, the driver was 20. We don't know how old the the other 
uh, person was. The, um, who the responsible adult was in the car? There wasn't one. The uh, OPP say that they were attempting sexual intercourse while the vehicle was in motion. But the driver, apparently at the time, said, oh, no, I saw a deer in the roadway and steered off the road. Uh, so, then which, them having their pants down when the ambulance arrived yeah. and no seatbelt on the passenger and the, probably uh, dead giveaways. Um, yeah. the, uh, you know, there's always people looking for, uh, to enhance their sexual, uh, experience. And this is, uh, again, little legal advice. Don't do it this way. Um, there's other ways to enhance your sexual experience and, uh, consensual, uh, sexual relationship. Don't do it behind the wheel. Yeah. Or on a plate. So are you guilty of having committed that offense at any point in your life? When you do you think I would, A, how is it appropriate to ask me that? <laughs> First of all, uh, I know we're friends. It was a segue to meet making my admission. Oh, I don't want to hear that. Our listeners do not want to hear that. I was young. I was stupid. I was never in an accident in any circumstance like this. Great. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, the only thing I've ever done when I was young and stupid is sped a little bit to get to work on time. Oh, have you? Yeah. Yeah, but not as much as this guy in Brampton. Wow, this is on on Ontario. Thank you. It's the Florida of Canada. It is the Florida of Canada. Okay, now your revisionist history about your position that you took. But yes, (laughs) go go ahead. So tell us about it. So this Brampton driver was charged uh, because he drove 200 kilometers an hour. Almost. It was 192 kilometers an hour, but still. Whoa. At, at that speed, eight kilometers an hour doesn't make much of a difference. In a 100 kilometer an hour zone, so pretty much double the speed limit. And uh, when the police stopped him, his explanation was that he was late for work. Well, he'd be more late for work now getting a ticket. That's uh, remarkable speed. That is uh, small aircraft speed. Yep. Uh, he's not- Cessna 150. And, and he got a ticket. He got several tickets, in fact. He got driving a motor vehicle by performing a stunt, that being excessive speed. Fair enough. Uh, careless driving. Well, that's a duplicating the other offense, so might have a defense there. Driving a motor vehicle without a validated permit. Oh, well, okay. That's a, that is a separate offense, yes. And he had a window coating, so probably tinted windows. That obstructed his view. So looks like I would say if he disputes that, he's going to be, um, there's he got one, a, he's got an argument on one just on the face of it. Yeah, he uh, got a 14-day impound and a 30-day license suspension. 28-year-old Brampton resident going, what, 200 kilometers an hour or thereabouts because he was late for work. Yes. Well, dang fool. One wonders sometimes, we speculate here uh, about uh, how people can function in their lives generally uh, when they do things like this. Yep. Um, I would say, though, as far as like these drivers, all of them seem to have arguable defenses. Like, good luck proving that those two were actually engaged in sex. Like, the best you probably will have is a statement from one of them, and if they're smart... They won't show up to court to testify against their partner. Um, but the, there is no specific offense for it. It must just be a, it's a dangerous driving, I think. On the speeding, the guy speeding with all those tickets, there's arguably a case for overcharging. And certainly the careless driving coupled with the excessive speed is probably kind of old. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So basically, you know, one uh, one charge is covering 
and the offense surfing the car two is not necessary surfing the truck i mean you know it he said he didn't see the signs and also maybe his truck just got sucked in and he was trying to get it out so many of us got sucked into something an environmental hazard he was doing the right thing um well his cocky comment might work against him there (laughs) uh but but uh Okay, maybe there's a defense, but maybe it sounded like there was just a uh, strict liability offense for driving on a beach. Yes. So I'm not sure that I go along with that. Well, you know what? I'm going to find any angle I can, Paul. I That's know. my job. Yeah, you're the uh, you're the uh, king of the, the driving defense lawyer. Defense lawyer for the ridiculous drivers. So that was good. Yeah, well, that's our podcast. Ridiculous driver of the week special and uh, and you know this unusual unusual murder yeah uh, case um, very discussion so all right if you need to reach us about a ridiculous driving incident of your own you can give us a call at six zero four six eight five eight 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 nine or find us online at vancouvercriminallaw.com and tune in next week for another exciting episode of Driving Law. 